This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Scott he's been threatening that recently, and all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball, it's Rory now, on the outside, he's got it, he's got it, Ashley Barnes with it, what a cross from Rory, and there was Ashley Barnes, and Burnley leading the Derby. Obviously quickly, finds Benson, in space at the byline, Burnley get a goal here, back for Brownell, saved by the keeper! Welcome to the pre-game show here on Turfcast. I am your host for tonight. I am not Joe Redmond. I am Nathan Rogers. Uh, I'm filling in for Joe while he's on away. Um, and tonight we're going to be looking uh, ahead to Saturday's fixture against uh, Tottenham. And I'm joined by Craig from the Spurs Chat podcast. How are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. Pleasure to be on. Thank you very yeah. much. Let's yeah, uh, get into it. And, uh, no, that's, that's, that's yeah. fine. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to come and talk about Tottenham. Nice one, yeah. So, um, as you know, before we start, um, we, we did announce the other week that we have got a new sponsor on board, which is Green King uh, Live Sport, which we're very grateful for. So, 
Um, they are sponsoring the pre-game show uh, and it's sponsored by Green King Sport where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Burnley fixture over the 23-24 season and with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK. Um, whether you're based in Burnley or Brighton, you can catch every single minute of the action. Keep an eye out during the season for events, offers and content on Turfcast with competitions that put you closer to the action. So with that out of the way, let's look ahead to Saturday afternoon. Um How's life being a Spurs fan at the minute? It, 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 from the outside, it, it seems like it's 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 going a bit too too well at the minute. It's it's not the up and down roller coaster we've been used to for the past couple of years. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, do you know what? That's such a good question because what is life like as a Tottenham fan? And for anybody looking in, you'd, you'd look at us and you'd think um, like it's first world problems, and it? it's like you think, well, our team that's usually up in the yeah. top five or six in the Premiership and you know, what, what's not to love, but we've had four or five pretty bad years, to be honest, mm-hmm. since uh, Pochettino was sacked. And we've had um, pragmatic managers in Mourinho and Conte and, and, and Nuno um, who didn't really fit the club, mm-hmm. didn't fit what the fans wanted. And now Ange has come along and I didn't know much about him before he, he became our manager and he's been like a breath of fresh air. He's yeah. breathed life back into the club. Uh, probably a bit like company did to you guys after, yeah. after what happened with, with, with Dyche at the end there. And it's, it's just been lovely. And Fulham's go, the game at Fulham aside for midweek, mm. it's just been fantastic first three games. And, you know, having lost Harry Kane, you know, but he's took it all in his stride and he's just gelled the fans back together. And it's actually fun to be a Tottenham fan and watch the games yeah. again, which is fantastic. Yeah, it does feel like that from an outside perspective, looking at us that we follow like you guys on Twitter and then follow a few guys from Spurs as well. And the sort of downtrodden football fan seems to have vanished a little bit from you guys. And it seems like a really good place to be again now, which on paper, like if you look back the last five years, you know, you've had... Um, Mourinho, you've had content, you've had like you know top level managers. You you know you've mm. you've got a billion pound stadium on paper. It's like you guys should just be happy, like enjoy it. You know we're like scrapping at relegation, that up and down into the championship. But no, it, it must be frustrating when you because you were so close to breaking that. You know, obviously the Champions League and whatnot, and then you were so close to sort of breaking that mold. I think, and if you'd have won that, I think it would have just bumped you up into that next bracket sort of thing. So. It must yeah. have been frustrating to sit there and go, oh, we're so close and we've brought these elite managers in that want to do this thing and do that thing, but it's still not quite work. So do you feel yeah. like do you feel like Ange can do that or are you just sort of having a reset and just taking expectations down a notch, do you think, to then rebuild up again? Yeah, it, 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 basically in a nutshell, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think any, any Spurs fans getting carried away here with what, what's happening. These are such early days. There's so much work to do on and off the pitch. Um, there's players to get out the door. You know, we can talk about transfers later on, but um, we've, although we made Champions League with Conte, it, like last season we finished eighth and that the tail-off was, was huge. Before the World Cup break, we actually went into it fourth. We was fourth during the World Cup break yeah. and we had the chance to go third um, for that World Cup break, but we, for a last-minute dodgy penalty against Southampton, um, we would have been third. And then the tail-off after Christmas was just unbelievable. I mean, mm. we were lucky to get eighth, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So this this building process that Andrew's is, is going to be 
hopefully a part of for many years yeah. to come. <clears throat> it's early days. And, you know, just getting back into Europe next season yeah. on any level would be improvement. And you just want to see progression with your team. Yeah. And, you know, I would be happy anything six upwards. Um, mm. But you, you've got to see that progression. Yeah. And uh, he's got to be backed by our, our board and, and, and our, our chairman, which sadly... Yeah. Um, is one of the reasons Harry Kane left and you don't, yeah. you know, we knew what we had in Harry Kane, but by God, he's, he's a gaping hole that's you can't fill. You know? No, no. And it, yeah, you don't just lose, you know, 20, 30 goal scorer, play a D and then just expect life to carry on and all. But that does lead into my sort of next question. Life without Harry Kane, has it gone as you expected? Because to, to be honest, I, we did our pre-season predictions and... Um, I yeah, put Spurs quite high up, finishing in sort of sixth, sixth, fifth or sixth place. And I actually mm-hmm. said, I think Harry Kane leaving would actually benefit. <laughs> I don't mean that, but I mean like it would actually benefit yeah. the team, not necessarily, you know, the wins or whatever. I think it would benefit the team and it would allow other players to think, right, the main man's gone. We let, Let's all fight for that main man spot and let's, you know, let's all work together for that goal. And has Harry Kane leaving, has that gone the way you'd expected or were you a bit surprised that it's actually worked out because I still think it's worked out in your favour that it has left, which is, sounds ridiculous to say because he's one of the best goal scorers we've seen in the mm. Premier League. Yeah, it, it's, it's a funny one. I mean, uh, you had Nathan Teller on loan, didn't mm. you? And obviously, he's going to be a big big yeah. loss for you guys. Um, but times that by about six or seven, and you've got how we all felt about Harry Kane. You know, yeah. he's, he was our main scorer of goals. He got 30 goals last season. He's a club record goal scorer. Um you, you can't replace him, but, but you're right. We've kind of started well. And, and yeah. sometimes when a player either leaves, we've, we've, you know, all teams survive when big players leave. With Gareth Bale left, as yeah. Modric left, Ginola, Gascoigne, you know, you could go on and on. Mm. And you're right. Sometimes it takes the other players to step up and step into the shoes. And it might not just mean one player doing it. It could be two, yeah. three or four. And Son being captain now, that's a, new responsibility for him. Madison coming in at £40 million, yeah. but fantastic signing. Um, Udoji, the left-back, fantastic signing on the left yeah. there. Um, and the the football that we're going to play now is going to mm. benefit some of the players that weren't as good last season, like Bissouma, you know. Yeah. What a fantastic turnaround he's had. He, he's, he's definitely one to watch. So, don't we're not expecting any one player to replace Harry Kane because no. he's irreplaceable in our eyes. Um, but you know, life does go on, and, and yeah. you're right, sometimes you need to go back to go forward. So, yeah. and I'm sure he'll be back one day anyway, in some capacity. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, he's, he's a Spurs legend, isn't he? And you know, yeah, it, 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 I, I was, I mean, I'm a Burnley fan, I have no real tooth in the game whatsoever, but it felt right that he went to abroad you know what I mean it felt like he was it would have yeah. felt wrong seeing him in another shirt scoring goals in the Premier League it would have just I don't know it wouldn't have sat yeah. right on me so I was sort of glad he went to and, it, and it, he's just gone over there and done exactly what we expected hasn't he he's just smashing it at the minute but anyway it's, he is, he is. Uh, enough about Harry Kane he's, uh, he's Germany's problem now so <laughs> <laughs> um, so it. yeah so you mentioned about um, the performances then so this season so far you've had one draw two wins Obviously, I'll say you're unbeaten, even though you got knocked out of the Carabao Cup. You, you know, you still drew the game, and that, that's no. I'm, I'm not going to throw shade on that because Fulham took it to the sword to Arsenal the other day. You know, they 
they're, yeah. they're, they're a you know pretty strong side. So I, I, you know, I'm not taking that result lightly. It's penalties ended. It's a coin toss. But how have the performances been from Spurs this season so far? What, what's the sort of been? What's been the playing style? What's what's the standout sort of theme from the games that you're getting um, from Tottenham? Yeah, chalk and cheese from last year. I don't, I don't know how much you watched the Tottenham last year, but it, it was very pragmatic, very defensive, yeah. counter-attacking, boring football, dare I say, mm. where you, you know, companies got you playing um, 4 2 3 1, I think yeah. you play, don't you? Yeah. Something similar like that. He likes to play on the front foot, he likes to play attacking, possession based football, yeah. um, high intensity. And that's exactly what Ange Postacogli wants to play. And that's how our first three games have been. Um, Brentford, the first game, you can, you can see the players were still trying to get used to the system because this is brand new for a lot of these players. Yeah. But we drew the game. We showed a bit of character there. The Manchester United game, which I'm sure pleased Burnley fans, uh, absolutely, you know, ruled the game and beaten yeah. quite quite rightly 2-0. Um, and then a good, another good um, performance at Bournemouth at the weekend. And it's it's basically that. It's high intensity. Yeah. It's, it's 4-3-3, but... It can look like a four-two-three-one, depending on yeah. transitions and patterns of play. Uh, you'll notice the formation is fairly fluid a lot of the time. Players moving in and out. It yeah. can look like we're playing with two CDMs, and then they, they kind of become two sixes or two eights. The, yeah. the full fullbacks will be inverted, which is kind of the trendy thing nowadays. Yeah. You'll see Poro and Adogi coming in field, so it's all very. Very fluid. It's all about mm. movement and space. So it should be a really good game at yeah. Turf Moor at the weekend because I think I just hope we don't get two sides that cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I, I do think. That's what might happen. But I also am accepting that we're still in our transition period. We've got a lot of new team, a lot of new players coming in, and yeah. the company has a he has a very set way of doing things. And he, I don't know if you've seen much of the documentary that came out about the club and he speaks about he needs x amount of hours on the training pitch and in game before it starts to click and he puts the graph up and then obviously we knew what happened last season because we watched the documentary after it all done and it literally yeah. was bang on the money on this graph and he said this in like september and it was october 31st he says we will be playing sexy attractive football and then literally from that moment on we did we went 10 wins in on the bounce straight away like it was a record in the championship it was and it, so we're still in that period of we we don't know what we do know what we're doing, but we don't know what we're doing to an extent. We're still learning yeah. the game. But what you've explained is pretty much identical to how we play. So it's going to be a battle of who's got their message across the quickest. I think on Saturday, yeah. Um, yeah. And looking at it, I think Ange just possibly got the edge on that because he's got the more experience as a manager. You know, he's he's got the years, he's done the miles. They're both disciples of Pep, aren't they? Really, they both play the Pep way. Yeah. So, although there's obviously massive difference between the two clubs, I think the two teams that will set up are going to be quite similar. It just might be a case of you'll just have the better players on the day. I think that's what will will come about. Um, so, um, on on to players quickly. Then, tell us mm. about your transfer window. Then, who have you brought in? Who's gone? Who's left? You know, who's left? Who's come in? Um, I want obviously. Have a deep dive into Madison because I think that's one of the best signings of the season so far. I think if you if you get rid of the um, oh, who's the chap who went to Leicester, and I've named just been in my head. Harry Harry Winks. Harry Winks. Yeah, Harry, you sold him yeah. for ten, so you now you've brought him. In, you've brought Madison in for thirty million quid, basically, and it's it's a 
absolute superb bit of business. So yeah, talk to us about the the transfer when you've had so far, and do you expect to see any more coming? Maybe. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to probably bore you and, and your viewers and <laughs> listeners now, but um, we had, and I think this is right, the beginning of the window, or certainly three or four weeks ago, we had 38 players on the books. Now, mm. as people probably know, you can only register 25 for the Premier yeah. League. We're not in Europe this season, so we don't need as big a squad. And Ange wants that 25, a uh, push 26, but you can't register 26. So, you know, yeah. you, there, there's different rules and regulations, as you all know, about under 21. Some can be on an under 21 list and da 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 So we had 38 players. We've managed to get several out the door, notably we've touched on before, Harry Kane, Harry Winks, uh, Joe, uh, Jed Spencer's gone to Leeds on loan. Yeah. Um, Joe Roden's gone on loan to Leeds. Um, Dane Scarlett just today has gone to Ipswich on loan. Uh, it looks like Regulon's going on loan to Manchester United. Um, Alfie Devine has gone to Port Vale on loan. Right. I've probably missed a couple, but we've had so many ins and outs. Yeah. And we're still obviously after a couple of players were in for a couple of perhaps yeah. a centre back and a couple of others, uh, Connor Gallagher's names have mentioned, and incomings. We've obviously we've made deals permanent, which people will say the signings, they were kind of at the club already, which is Pedro Porro and yeah. Dejan Kulashevsky. Um I'll come back to Madison because he's well worth talking yeah. about a bit bit more. Um we bought in the goalkeeper. Picario, uh, young goalkeeper, uh, very good shot stopper. Mm. I'm still unconvinced with him at the ball of his feet, but he's got a lot better the last last game or so. Yeah. Um, he's he's very he's lightning reflex saves. He's, he's actually he plays quite a high line. That's what Ange wants. He wants him to be that sweeper yeah. keeper. So he's a good addition. Destiny Odogi's come in after a lone uh, season back at Udinese. He's been a revelation at left back. Um, who else have we signed? I've probably forgotten. Oh, Manus Solomon's come in as a winger because we lost Lucas Mora. Um, his contract ended. Um, coming, let's come back to Madison. Actually, mm-hmm. spend a bit of time on Madison because he he has been. Yeah. I, I liked him when he was at Norwich, and I was a bit yeah. gutted we didn't go in for him when he moved to Leicester. Um, and he just seems the perfect fit. He is a. Yeah, he does. Tottenham player you know he, he, he's just fantastic to watch quick feet quick thinking Gam- loves a gamble with the ball loves mm-hmm. a gamble with a pass um, obviously scored his first goal yeah. the creativity is, is, is frightening and it would have been unbelievable partnership with Harry Kane yeah, had Harry stayed it's such a yeah. shame but hey we move on um, yeah. he's he's been made part of the sort of new leadership group mm. that we had at Tottenham. We had Kane, Hoybier, Dyer and Skip, I think, the last yeah. year. And that's totally been reversed. It's now Son captain, Madison and Romero as vice captain. So it's all changed at Tottenham. Mm. So there's that's what I was coming back to what I was saying earlier. There's so much going on. Yeah, um, but Madison's kind of at the core of that, and he's such an important player for us. And with Bissouma in the middle, that yeah. sort of partnership, along with uh, Pat Matasar, which mm-hmm. who I think will play um, Saturday, it's it's really looking up. And, and like I say, it's actually looking forward to watching the games again on the Saturday because yeah. I've had so many days <laughs> where I just didn't yeah. want to. You know, yeah, I know the feeling. Like I say, we had you know, like, and I, I don't 
ever sort of bag Dash because he gave us some incredible times at Burnley, and he's put us in the position we are now, which put us up for sale for the American. You know, he got us into this position, so we owe a lot to him. But it, it was pretty crap that football sometimes. You know, like there's only so many nil nils, yeah. one nils that you can put up with after a while, and you know, it, it just grinds you down. And then company coming in, and it has just been, it's been chalk and cheese in terms of football. You know, we, you know, we don't, we're not seen this type of football up north before. You know, he's shocked. <laughs> Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You know, it sh- shocked a lot of people in the stands. So, um, it's, incre- it's incredible what he did. I mean, you mm. know, that's, he took over in the July, in the June yeah. and you, you, you had over 100 points, didn't you? You won yeah. the championship by over 100 points. You scored um, well over nearly 90 goals. Yeah. Um, It was was nearly, from our point of view, it was nearly a perfect season. Like, nearly, because, I mean, it's close to perfection as you could have got from us, really, which was, we beat Blackburn Rovers, which is obviously our main rivals, twice. We won the league at their place, which is, you know, like winning, probably like winning the Premier League at (laughs) Arsenal, you know what I mean? At Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, you know, we'll not talk about what what happened the other way around, but, you know, we went nearly got... (laughs) We nearly got the points record, you know, we, we were blowing teams away. It was nearly a per and for him to I mean, he didn't come to Burnley with 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 much excitement in terms of a managerial career, to be honest with you. He went to Anderlecht and he didn't have a great time. I know he had some issues with money and situation and stuff, but it it wasn't like a all right, he's gonna we just thought, Oh, it's just a new you know, a new era for the club, we'll give him a go, we'll have a couple of years in the championship, rebuild and go again and what he did, he was just unbelievable, um, and and that it falls quite nicely to one of my questions a bit further down. Is that we had the scare towards the back end of the season from you guys that you were going to steal company off us, and to be honest with you, we at first we all thought, well, that's it, he's going to, you know, he's going to take yeah. a jump, you know, like he's done his job with us. We're going to get promoted regardless what happens. Really, he's going to take the job with you. And what was sort of Spurs fans thinking was that something that would have excited you, or was was you, were you quite dismissive of that? You know, to be you know, it's, it's all right to be. It's, it's you, did you want someone bigger, or um, you know, would company have done a good job? We don't know. Would... It's yeah, we probably will never know now. But mm. I mean, I mean, it was it was funny. He was linked, and then he almost shut it down almost straight away. Yeah. Anyway, so you signed like... a five year <laughs> signed a contract yeah. extension immediately, which. Which, which is, you know, was good for him. I mean, I think it's the right move for company, to be honest, mm. to stay at Burnley. And I, and yeah. I think 
if it was me, I'd have done exactly the same because you've got this team promoted. Do you want to yeah. see how you can do with it mm. um, and and take it forward and take the players forward? And obviously, you've had a lot of ins and outs, haven't yeah. you, yourselves? Yeah. Um, so you're, all you're probably trying to do this season is consolidating the Premier League. And I think yeah. if he does, if he does that, and I think he will do that, but if he does that, you know, yeah. he's. He's probably already a legend up in Burnley. He's probably put a statue yeah, of him <laughs> yeah. outside the ground, you know. So yeah. I'm glad for him that he stayed there. Yeah. I was a bit um, ambivalent about it. I wasn't one of these Tottenham fans that, that was snobby about it. Mm. Said, oh, we should be getting one of the top managers. Yeah, He'd done well. He's obviously going to be, he is a good manager. And he's. I think yeah. he's going to be a top manager one day. And yeah. I think you'll see him managing Man City one day. Yeah. Um, We've accepted that. It, it, it's sort of our sort of fan, like local group of friends that we have around here, we sort of accepted that when Pep Guardiola announces his leaving date, we accept that <laughs> that's when company's going to leave pretty much. So it's yeah, more of a case yeah. of just enjoy him while we've got him, to be honest with you, and just enjoy yeah. it while we can. Because, um, yeah, he's he's destined for the top. He's destined for much greater things than, than Burnley, to be honest with you, because he's got the lot. You know, if he had if he had the players that he had at Man City, he'd, he'd be doing just as well, I think, with as Pep is, to be honest with you. So... Um, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we didn't lose him. To be honest, I thought it would have been a good move. Personally, I thought it would have just been the next step. I would have thought in his career, but it's probably know. not. It wouldn't have been a good knowing our chairman mm. and club. Yeah, well, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it it wouldn't have been good because uh, yeah. he is a, a young new manager essentially, yeah. and I think we would have ruined him to a certain degree. Not the fan base. Yeah. The fan base would have got behind him. It's just yeah. I'm not confident yeah. that our chairman would have ever. Yeah, what, what a lot of people wanted. with company don't realise as well, he, he, he's got an amazing scouting book and scouting knowledge and he has a group, he's brought, he's revolutionised our entire scouting department. So we're ringing up like, you know, 22 year old, like hot prospects and company rings up and says, do you want to come play for me? And then they jump to the chance because these 22 year olds have grown up watching company and they're like, oh my God, yeah. Vincent, company's rang me. Yeah, I'll come play for you. They're not bothered about Burnley. You know, they're not bothered about where, you know, coming and playing, him. you know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's him. So that, that's been a massive benefit. We've been able to sign some ridiculously good talents that potentially have good resale value. And he gets all that side of it as well. Like he, he's got an eye for, He's business savvy as well. He's he's quite an intelligent man, so it's working out in our favour um, that he's actually helping shape the club going forward. So I don't actually now now we signed the contract extension. I don't actually feel worried we're going to lose him at any point. Even if he takes us into Europe or something in twelve months' time, I still don't think we'll lose him because I think he's just biding his time, feeling falling out the project, and then he'll probably just move to City at some point. That feels like feels like we're just going to do anyway. So. Yeah. Um, right, back to Spurs then. So, given there's no European football and you've got booted out of a Carabao Cup, annoyingly, which I'd have thought that would have been a good chance as well. What, what's, what is a good season looking like this year? I know you touched upon it briefly earlier, but what, what do you want to get out of this year? Not necessarily position, you know, position included, but what do you want to get out of this season? Um, yeah, I mean, just going back to the, the Cup briefly, mm. all the Spurs fans I've talked to and, and most of the ones we've, either watch the pod um, or are on the channel. Yeah. We thought the Carabao Cup was a really good opportunity to get a, some silverware. Yeah. And that was the one thing that I thought, um, I think we all thought that Andrew got wrong. Mm. He made nine changes um, to, to the team uh, that played against Fulham 
and we just weren't at the races. It was like yeah. going back a year and watching under Conte. It was horrific mm. performance on yeah. Tuesday, absolutely bloody awful. Um, so I think he got it wrong, um, and so did a lot of other people. But you, you and you begin to question. Did the manager pick the team or was he told to put a week into Which is mm. strange because there's an international break after the Burnley game. So they only yeah. have one more game. So it can't be. I just think he was trying to see what these players, the fringe players yeah. were like and just give them a run. So yeah. look, we're out of it and that's it. But <laughs> what would be, yeah, a good season for Tottenham, as I said before, probably sixth upwards for me. We've yeah. got to hope that we could finish fifth because that may well get, um, yeah. Champions League next season, we don't know yet. But it's looking very in, likely, isn't it? Now with the should do with the um, regardless of how it's going to end. Now we'll pretty much get it, won't we? So we should do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's like I heard somebody say it would be great to see Arsenal get to the final and get absolutely battered ten 0 in the final. That would kind of guarantee <laughs> the position. Um, <laughs> but no, I I, th- I think. No, I, I, I'm realistic. I try to be a realistic Tottenham fan. I'm not going to come on here and say we're going to finish top four because I'm not no. entirely convinced we would. I think there's some good teams around. Arsenal are sadly going to be up there. Liverpool, yeah. your cities, your United, you know, Chelsea are never out far away from it. Villa are doing well. So, so it is difficult. But I think any progression, as long as we, we could finish eighth, but as long as we could see the yeah. progression and see what the manager's trying to do and the football he's trying to play. That's all Spans are, Spurs fans yeah. ask for is for, to see a plan. We had a plan under Pochettino. Yeah, we've, we've never seen a plan with, with, with Mourinho or Conte. So mm. it, it felt like they were there doing little old Tottenham a favour, yeah. you know, and we've now got a manager in who actually wants to be with us. Probably a bit like company in yourself. The yeah. manager wants to be there. He, he looks like he cares. Mm. Um, and that's all we want. We, we want a manager to care about the club and care about yeah. the fans and care about the football he plays. And we've got that in hand. And yeah. um, I just, we, we all just hope he's backed, you know, and given yeah. the tools he needs to do, do the job. Yeah. I, I think he'll be, be a success at Tottenham because, I already can see an identity of football straight away. Like the Brent, I, remember I watched the Brentford game, and it was only it was a two-two draw, but I could see what you were trying to do. It was much more aggressive. You were. I even watched mm. a little bit of that uh, pre-season game. I only I flitted flitted in and out between the game, and I think I was doing something else. But you were sort of like pass. You were doing like triangles of passing in your own box. I think it was against Barcelona. I think that was the game actually. And I thought, that's not Spurs that I've seen over the past couple of years. Like, you were just knocking the ball back in your own half, in your own box. Yeah. It looked really comfortable for them. And, you know, that you didn't win the game, but that's what you wanted to do. And I already see that you've got that identity. So, and again, like you mentioned with Ange, you've got a manager there that's done the hard miles. He's had a, you know, quite a well-travelled managerial career. This feels like his crowning glory, doesn't it? This is what he's worked all his life for, is to be at a big club like this in London, in the Premier League. Um, yeah, and I, yeah. I think he'll take it with both hands because he was a raging success at Celtic and they absolutely adored him up there and that's not an easy fan base to win over really I know you've pretty much guaranteed success up there but you've got to get the fans to fall in love with you more importantly as well so you have and, yeah, and, they, yeah, lo- yeah, and they loved him up there so they've had nothing but good things to say about him so I think you've got a really good man there so so yeah so we'll uh, we'll have a quick look at the match then what are we what we're we sort of thinking about the game are we thinking are we going to cancel each other out? Is it going to be like how? How can I'll ask you first, then you can ask me. the probably the same question. How can 
how can Burnley break? How can Burnley break down Tottenham? How can? What's your weaknesses then in this new system that you've got? What, what's... Um, well, I firstly say we, uh, Turf Moor has not been a happy, the happiest hunting ground for Tottenham. <laughs> I mean, I've got it written down here. We 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 played eight in the Premier League. We've only yeah. won three, drawn two, and lost three. So yeah. it is a cliche, but it is a tough place to go. Yeah, it is. Um, we've 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 struggled. Uh, quite badly at your place on occasion. So, um, how we where's our weaknesses? Um, when we play out from the back, it looks great when it works. That's what mm. I'll say. But we will get caught out. We will yeah. get caught out on occasion this season. And I would say, if you can, if we don't beat your press, then yeah. we're probably going to be in trouble because. Yeah. Playing it around with the keeper, like 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 you've seen, you've seen, I've seen City do it even, mm. and when it goes wrong, it goes horribly <laughs> wrong. It, it happened, it hasn't happened yet, but it will do. So I would say, if if, if you do press us high up the field and we can't mm-hmm. beat that, then we could be in trouble. So I would say that's one way of getting us. And any balls over the top, we have got two very certainly one very very quick. I think he's the quickest player. He was the quickest player in the Dutch league last year in Van der Ven. Yeah. He's rapid, so I don't know how fast your forward line is, but no. you'd go some to actually match him for pace. Yeah. But obviously, if it's not on his side and somebody's coming in from the from yeah. the, the left hand channel where Romero plays, Romero's not slow, but uh, you know, yeah. you know, you, you you won't get past Van der Ven, but you could could probably burn yeah. past Romero if there's somebody with, yeah. with a lot of pace. So yeah, yeah, it's um, I would say those two areas, but okay. definitely beat beating the press. Um, yeah. um that, that that would be a, a a way to go yeah it sounds again pretty similar to our sort of problems at the minute is that sort of beating the press thing if we don't we we keep the ball really well like pretty you know we kept you know a good chunk of the ball against man city we had more possession than villa again, mm. you know the other week but we just seemed to be a bit toothless in the final third. I think. I mean, I, I now I'm putting that down to just the, the new new players are gelling, the new systems gelling, and all that and the other and and whatnot. But we've got some pace in our team now, which is something I've never, I've not been able to say for the last 15 years as a Burnley fan. Like we've actually got some rapid. Our centre half recorded the second fastest time, like speed against Man City, and outran Cal Walker. <laughs> so like that. Oh really? Yeah, that wow. shocked us. Yeah. Um, and so we've got we've got a lad on the wing called Cole Osho who is just absolutely lightning fast. Um, we've got yeah, so that's our sort of our aim is to be quick on the on the transition and annoyingly that's what caught us out against Villa. We wasn't quick enough on the transition and Villa yeah. sort of they sort of just sat back and said right, you get your transition sorted. We'll be ready and waiting for you when you do. And we never sort of snapped into gear and did it quick enough. So if we don't do that properly and quickly enough, then that's probably where your catch is out. We don't transition well. So we all pile forward pretty slow and then we don't register the transition when you get the ball back. You can then get ahead of us pretty yeah. quickly and you can exploit that pretty sharply. So like you say, it feels quite similar to what Very you guys similar, are experiencing. Yeah. yeah, which sort of, which makes me think it's either going to be like a six-goal thriller or an absolute nil-nil dead rubber that we neither team well, knows what to do with each other. So it could, it could be. I mean, that your um your club record sign that M M M Dooney is Dooney, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's he like? Is it is he somebody we're going to have to watch out for? Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, we've we've actually got a pretty exciting fourth. If it would be the forward three that we've had for the past few games, it would be Amdouni, Coley Osho, and Lyle Foster up top. 
Um, three very different players. Like if I'm honest, like Coley Oshaw, he's he's very quick, like direct line speed. Um, he's not found. He's only a young lad. He's struggling to find his end product. But Amdoon is very good. He's 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 one of them sort of like one touch, silky touch players that. Uh, you know he likes to throw his shoulder. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not comparing him to Messi at all, but he plays that sort of player that he, he's very nifty on his feet and he, yeah. he uses his body to shift players rather than use the ball to shift players and that's it. And then you've got Lyle Foster, who he's just an absolute brute at the minute. Not in an old school way. He's very good with his feet and stuff, but he could muscle out anybody at the minute. Like he scored a goal on Sunday and he, he shepherded out there at Villa centre off. You like. While he was spinning him all in one motion, he like pulled him around him and pushed him away, and then chested it down and whacked it into the net. But he's starting to get a run of form, and I'm doing. He scored last night against Forest. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, got good the, goal. It was a very, very nice little goal. He's got that in the locker. So our problem was we just weren't getting it to him to them quick enough. That was the problem. Yeah. We kept the ball really well. You know, the, we were passing around teams' press, but we were not doing anything in the final third. It sort of just went a bit flat at the, the end product. So. If we can yeah, nip that yeah, in the bud, yeah. then we'll, we'll, we'll be dangerous going forward. But I think it's just going to take a good few weeks before that happens. And we've got some pretty honking fixtures coming up. So, so yeah. yeah. Um, right, we'll probably start wrapping it up now. So, I'll uh, I'll ask you for a score prediction. I've just briefly mentioned it. But what, what are you thinking? What's your score prediction? Well, I, I, th- I think Spurs will just nick it 2-1. Yeah. I think it will be a very, very close game because it always is. But I, th- I just think they'll have a little bit too much for you. And yeah. that's only going on how I've seen us play in the first three games. I just just think we'll just have that little bit extra. But it will yeah. definitely be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if you took the lead, to be honest mm. with you. But I th- I'm going to go for a 2-1 Tottenham win. Yeah, I think that's where I'm sort of... I'm, I'm quite the pessimist on, on this channel I'm the always one that's quite the realist so I, I'm, I've sort of been happy with the draw to be honest I've sort of expected yeah. in my head a 1-1 one, one, or I don't think we'll we, I don't think we've got the nous anymore to sort of sit and hold off for a nil even though I've just slagged off Dash for sitting through nil nils I don't think we've got the ability to even try doing nil nil anymore so I think it will be a we'll score you'll you know and then we'll concede and we'll just have to try and get another one and we'll probably end up conceding yeah, yeah. trying to get another one so i think it'll be a 1-1 but yeah I, I can see that happening that you'll probably nick it but it will be a title game um it'd be yeah, unusual for you to lose three home games in a row which is yeah. you would be because, you we, know we've just had a really rubbish start of fixtures you know we've played the best team on the planet we've then played arguably one of the better teams in the country at the minute in Bahasca yeah. Villa. They're, a lot of people are sleeping on how good they actually are. Yeah, um, yeah. And now we've got you guys. <laughs> and then next we've got, uh, I think we've got Man United after the international break. We've then got Newcastle. We've then got Chelsea. <laughs> you know, our only saving grace is Salford in the cup at some point. And our oh, first yeah. winnable game isn't going to come until October by the looks of things. So that's... Uh, Another set of anxieties for Burnley fans to worry about, but yeah, you yeah. just take it. You know, you've got to play. I always think it looks one of our months last year looked horrendous, yeah. but you've got to play these teams yeah, yeah. and these, get them out of the way, and then you yeah. you will hit a run of fixtures where you look at that at the run, you'll think, yeah, there's some winnable, yeah. there's some points there for us to get, and yeah. as long as you hit that, people say forty points is probably less now. It's probably near a thirty-two, so, yeah. you know, and you'll probably be all right. So. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll be fine. If, yeah. if you play the football, I watched you play last season. If you can actually get to play that against mm. some of the teams, perhaps that um, 
you can get at rather than the cities and Uniteds of this yeah. world, you know, which are going to be very, very difficult to play against. I think you'll be fine this season. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I said we've the recurring theme throughout these pre-game shows is the opposition fans are sort of saying the same thing. I think it might get a bit different when we do interviews with the Everton fans, Sheffield United fans and whatnot, but most of the time everyone's sort of said, I think, they're putting Burnley in a positive light for a change where usually it's straight to the basement bin and off with you. So it's uh, it's nice we're actually being uh, we're being looked at in a positive light for a change as opposed to just uh, Brexit yeah, and get out yeah. get out of the league as quick as possible. So yeah, um, so yeah. No, I appreciate the time. We'll wrap things up there. So um, if you let everyone know where they can find you, listen to your stuff. I'm sure you've got plenty of Burnley Burnley content coming up on your channel over the next couple of days. So. Yeah, well, it, it's it's Chris's channel. It's the mm. it's the Spurs Chat podcast. You can find Chris uh, uh, Tottenham fan Chris Cowling on on, uh, on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at DM9 yeah. if you, if you want to. It's mainly Tottenham <laughs> stuff or just talking rubbish. And obviously, you can follow Chris at Chris Cowling. Yeah. Uh, I think his handle is on. on uh, I keep calling it Twitter. It's called X now or something. X, and yeah, it's so Twitter, so it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we do the uh, Chris's channel is the Spurs Chat podcast, which is available on on yeah. you we do live streams a bit like a bit like this one and um it's available on all um media um streaming podcast platforms <laughs> or wherever you get your podcasts as well yeah. so and it's really good fun chris has got loads of subscribers uh really well run channel um always good fun to go on even when when we lose Harry Kane, I was on the Harry Kane show when the night he went, it was mm. the most depressing, hardest show I've ever done <laughs> in my life. And I, and I predicted we'd finish 10th in the Premier League. I've revised that now. And I think, I think we'll yeah. finish fifth or sixth, but Still, yeah, it's tough, mag- tough. Magic of football in it. One day you're in the trenches and the next minute you're thinking you can take on anyone. So that's the beauty absolutely, of it. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for having me on. It's been a pleasure. No, it's been a pleasure. We'll have you on again. And uh, yeah, hopefully you, Enjoy the game as much as we'll enjoy the game, regardless of the uh, the outcome. Yeah, good, so, yeah. good, good luck to Burnley for the season. Apart yeah, from you... Saturday, I, I can't, I can't say uh, that for Saturday, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same to you guys. Luck. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. So thanks for coming on. Um, remember, like and subscribe the channel. Get us on Twitter and X and all them socials. You know where we all are now. So yeah, keep uh, keep interacting. It's going really well. Um, we're doing really good things this season, and we've uh, got plenty of things lined up going forward and uh, upcoming anyway so we've got some big plans and exciting plans so yeah cheers for watching and we'll uh, catch you in the next one cheers the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered 
by fans.